Punky Peeps, Angela Bowen here, the host of Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brewster podcast. Well, today I'm continuing my coverage of reviewing season one of the Punky Brewster reboot that premiered in February of 2021. And today I'm going to be covering season one, episode seven, entitled The Treehouse That Punky Built. This aired February 25th, 2021. In this episode, Punky and Sherry fix up their old treehouse for Izzy. Side plot, Izzy and her friends make an honesty pact. Oh my gosh. Every episode, it, feel, is, it feels like there's either a main plot or a side plot from Hannah. And I just, I am honestly over her character. I'm sorry, but I don't. I've stated in the past episodes, I don't like her. I'm not a fan of her. Nothing against the actress. The character gets on my nerves. So this episode's got an 8.7 out of 10 based on 56 ratings. We have guest starring Sharon Lawrence as Susan. Riley Goh as Madison and... Hannah Taylor is Brie. Madison and Brie are Hannah's friends. This episode was directed by Phil Lewis. Writers, Steve and Jim Armagoda. Creator, giving credit to David W. Duflon. Also written by Kira Kalosh. Francesca Gales and Jacqueline Gales, executive story editors, Eugene Garcia-Cross, story editor, and Mano Agapion, staff writer. Again, if I mispronounced any names, I do apologize. Let's see if there's any <laughs> trivia. <coughs> Punky reminisces when she and her teacher Mike decided to start looking for their moms. A reference to Season 2, Episode 9 of the original series, The Search, which aired on November 10th, 1985. Well, I'm surprised. And again, I haven't watched this episode in almost two years. So, I thought that it would have been them reminiscing about when the treehouse is built, which they most likely do. And I'm not seeing any user reviews at all for this episode. If you're new to the podcast, I also want to say if you want to, all four seasons of the original OG Punky Brewster have been covered. And you can listen to them all on SoundCloud or iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Also, the podcast does have a Facebook page. Just type in Punky Brewster Podcast. You can follow along. Aside from Punky Brewster, I've also covered all five seasons of Silver Spoons, which was the show that came before and also was airing during Punky Brewster. Actually even got a name drop in a first season episode of the OG Punky Brewster. The podcast also does have a Email address if you want to share your Punky Brewster memories growing up with the original show and also watching the reboot. 
you can email at punkypowerpbpodcast at gmail.com. All right, now that being said, let's jump into this podcast. Basically, what I'm going to do this time around, I'm going to play the clip, and then I'm just going to give a brief summary and my own comments on what happens. Just so you know, I take no joy in beating you. That's very generous. That's just how I roll. You know, I'm a nice guy. Boom, you're dead. Seriously? Nothing? Man, it's no fun being a sore winner with you. Would you excuse me a moment? Diego and Daniel in their room playing video games on a laptop. Of course, Diego wins and he is all saying, you suck. And just, and of course, Daniel doesn't react to this. He keeps a pretty straight face. And Diego's like, it's no fun being a sore winner if you're not going to react. So Daniel excuses himself, goes up to the OG treehouse from the original Funky Brewster. You just hear bleep, 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 because he's clearly, like, swearing. And then he comes down from the treehouse, goes back into the bedroom, notices that (laughs) Diego changed his avatar to loser numero uno. And then he, again, Daniel excuses himself to go back up to the treehouse and just go bleep, 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 bleep. like oh these kids I swear I mean I, I mean it's it's a cute scene between brothers and everything like that so now we come out of the intro we're in the living room Punky's on her laptop with with Izzy I almost called her Zoe for some reason Izzy is looking over Punky's shoulder at what Punky's looking at. I'm I'm just kind of wondering if it has anything to do with those pictures she took for Fenster Hall. Or is it that Izzy has nothing to do? The boys are hanging out by themselves. Hannah's busy with their friends and she's just going to bug the heck out of Punky. Kind of like how Punky would do to Henry. floor hair at barbershops. At Donna. Is cereal a soup? <laughs> Izzy, those are really great questions, but I have so much work to do. But I'm bored. I can't go in my room because Hannah's friends are over. And all they ever talk about is vibes. So base 
sick. What about your friend Maya from upstairs? Her mom thinks kale is a snack. Can't you take a break? I'd love to hang out with you, but I've got to get these photos in today. Diego, why don't you take Izzy to the treehouse to play? Are you asking me or telling me? Both. Well, then come on, Izzy. I have no choice in the matter. I know exactly what we can do. Tea party! Oh, boy. So, yeah, I kind of called it with the fact that Izzy is indeed bored. And I just... She can't go in her room, the room she shares with Hannah, because her friends are over and they're just so basic and talking about vibes. The questions <coughs> that Izzy has, she's got three of them. One is, what do they do with all the barber hair that falls, you know, the hair that falls on the floor in a barber shop? Do aliens exist or what are they like? And also, is cereal considered a soup? Uh, I would say... One, they throw it in the trash. Two, uh, I'm kind of hazy on that answer. I would go either yeah, uh, maybe or not. I, I, I'm just going to say yeah. Sure. I agree. In a, I, agree I agree. I I I believe in aliens. I'm sure there are life forms on other planets, just like here on Earth. But that's as far as it goes. I haven't really any real deep, deep intuitive thoughts on that. Is cereal a soup? No, because when I think soup, I think crackers go in soup, and I can't see crackers, unless they're graham crackers, going into cereal. Like, saltines, I'm not putting saltines and milk together. Just like, I would not put graham crackers in chicken soup. Gross. Diego comes in with a bag of chips. And, well, the thing is also because Izzy's like, I'm bored and I can't go in my room. And, oh, yeah, well, even Punky's like, what about Maya, that girl upstairs? And Izzy says, her mom thinks kale is a snack. This is something that if the series had went past season one, we could have seen Izzy with a best friend. We don't get any of that. Not in this season, not in, Yeah. They weren't even like, no, we got all these other kids we have to have stories for, too, alongside Izzy. But they just, it seems like Hannah is just dominating the episodes with her storylines. And they're not even, they're not good. So, <laughs> Punky suggests Diego take Izzy up to the treehouse. I'm like, thank you. We get to see the treehouse because it's still there. And Diego asks, are you telling me or asking me and punky says a little both and diego's like all right izzy come on because i have no choice in the matter clearly and she's all about let's play tea party so now we're up in the treehouse and i guess they are gonna play tea party it's not about the tea it's about the accents, the drama, and the hats. Now, do you want to be Sir Jingles or Lady Featherhat? Well, Lady Featherhat, Sir Nigel told Lady Fuji that she would make a fine king, which is why I poisoned your tea. <sighs> Part of the drama. Go with it. Ah. Oh. 
But I switched cups when you weren't looking, so it is you as the poison tea. <gasps> How dare you! <laughs> Never speak of this again. Fancy a nice cuppa? No thanks. Too bad. I'd hate for your mom to hear about your foul mockery. I'd love a spot of tea. Cheerio. Let me get you a hat. What's this? Our initials. Mom and Aunt Cherry, though the oldest. Then Dad's. We added ours once we were allowed to use knives. Never been anywhere long enough to vandalize it. Oh my God! Diego and Izzy are in the treehouse, and she says it's not about the tea. It's about the accents and the hats. So she goes over to a trunk and pulls out a blue, like, feathery hat. I guess. It looks like something that the ladies of England would go to wear when you go to Wimbledon or something. I don't know. Or some royal wedding. I'm not sure. But, um, <laughs> and then I like how Izzy had on the jester hat and they're trying to speak in like posh English accents about poison tea and everything. <laughs> it's cute. Diego does not know that they're up there because he comes up bleeping up a storm. He's like, oh, hi. <laughs> and of course, he's like, yeah, she's like, hey, you want in? Yeah, and Daniel says, no, I don't, basically. And Izzy tells him, well, I'd hate for your mom to find out about your uh, foul mouth. <laughs> like, all right. So she goes over, <coughs> looks like there's a yellow hat over by that trunk. But she notices the initials that are carved. And Diego says, yeah, um, our names are there, but our mom and Aunt Sherry, their initials are the oldest. We got to put our names there, carve our names when we were old enough to play with knives, basically. And Izzy says, guys, I apologize about the coughing. Izzy says, I've never been anywhere long enough to carve my name into something. So she's just walking around, and apparently the... Uh, Treehouse has seen better days because those floorboards ain't what they used to be because she, Izzy falls through. And I don't mean she falls all the way through. I mean, her arms, neck, and head are in the treehouse while her chest, stomach, legs, and feet are all dangling. That would be nervous. Oh my goodness, yes. So Diego's like, I'll go run, get mom. And he and pretends he jumps more than she. She's like, oh, really? Are you pre 
Imagine you're jumping on a horse. Go get your mom. Oh my gosh. So luckily Punky comes in and says, don't worry, Diego will catch you if you fall. And Izzy has just got this horrified look at her. If I what? response is she says this tea party's way too, too dramatic but excuse me as punky looks around she's like wow you know this treehouse you know, oh no she says that the wood is rotted so it's not safe to play up here and daniel of course is like oh no i don't have any place to to do my buddhist chants <laughs> Oh, my God. And I like how Punky looks around and says, you know, this place is held up. She's held up pretty good, you know, for for a while since uh, she was originally built by seven-year-olds. If she's referring to she as, you know, the treehouse. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have to. <coughs> excuse me. They're going to have to fix that. Which I, I like. It's like we get a new version of the treehouse. So now it looks like we're going to the coffee shop with Hannah and her two friends. I've forgotten their names already. Not important. Travis comes up like, hey guys, I'm here to pick you up. Could he be anymore? I can't imagine that Hannah's like, oh, dad, you're embarrassing me in front of my friends. I felt like I was getting judgy vibes from Mr. Hortez during debate. Pretty sure it's his adult braces. Hey guys, I'm here to pick you up. Are you ready to vamos? Thanks, Dad. Just a few more minutes. Yeah, sure. Sit. No. At that table right over here. Honestly, Hannah, your debate was fire. Oh, did you have a big debate today? I'm uh, kind of just trying to talk to Brian Madison right now. Sorry, lame Dad, right here, shutting up. <laughs> Let's take a selfie. <laughs> oh my god! I have spinach in my teeth! Why didn't you guys tell me? We wanted to, but it was really disgusting and we didn't want to make you feel bad. Wait. Did I have this in my teeth during debate? Maybe. I would have rather you guys told me right away, even if it was embarrassing. You're right. Real friends should always be honest with each other. Bad idea. 
Let's make an honesty pact. Yeah. Great idea. Uh, all right, let me jump in here. Sometimes total honesty is not the best idea. Some things call for situational honesty. What's that? Where you don't tell the whole truth. Okay, boomer. Hey, I'm not a boomer. Then what are you? You're way too old to be a millennial. Gen X. The independent ones. Kind of the lone wolves. We're cool. Okay, well, Gen Zers develop emotional maturity earlier than you guys did, so I'm pretty sure we can handle an honesty. Yeah, right. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> From this moment on, we promise to be 100% honest with each other, no matter what. No, no matter, matter what. what. Oh, okay. okay, all I'm saying is the one time I was honest with not liking Jeff Tweedy's shirt before a show, all hell broke loose. I could have been in Wilco. What's Wilco? I'm gonna go wait in the car. So the girls are talking about Hannah's debate in debate class or what have you and Travis of course is there to pick them up and <laughs> Hannah's like I'm still talking to my friends and Travis pulls up a chair like oh yeah I'll sit right oh and Hannah gives him a look at no so I'll sit over there in that booth way in the far corner so but he is kind of interjecting in their conversation when Hannah talks about, you know, the three girls take a selfie. At first, when Hannah smiled, it looked like her she had a missing tooth, is what I thought at first. And turned she's like, oh, I got spinach in my teeth. And I'm like, that looked more like a missing tooth. But apparently, she, the girls didn't want to tell her because it was extremely disgusting. And Hannah's like, did I have that in my tooth when I was doing the debate? And they're like, yeah. So... Hannah forms this honesty pact to always be honest with each other. Travis, of course, is like, bad idea. Don't do it. And then they start getting out of the talk of like, oh, you're too old to be a millennial. And <laughs> Travis says, I'm a Gen X. And I guess, so Hannah's generation is Gen Z. So I'm guessing... Because I was born in 82, so I'm guessing that makes me a millennial, in a way. I guess. But, and then he was saying, like, oh, us Gen Zer, Gen Zers can handle emotional blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking, mm, I've been around. My job that I work at employs teenagers. I see the teenagers that work there. And I'm not saying this about all teenagers. But, yeah. Let's just put it at that. Those are, there are those that can do and those who choose not to. Exactly. But the girls make a pact anyway. Now we're back at the apartment. Punky looks like she's eating ice cream, a pint of ice cream. She's got a sweatshirt on. Ask Hannah how she's, how was school since Hannah comes in with, I'm guessing that is a pledge for their honesty pact for all three girls to sign. down the treehouse. They're saying it's dangerous and uninhabitable. What's that? Uh, Izzy fell through the floor. And 
And she was having the time of her life when it happened. Look, it had a good run, but maybe it's time to let it go. Let it go? The treehouse is basically a family member. I was Izzy's age when we built it. She hasn't even had a chance to enjoy it. So what are you going to do? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. First, I'm going to call Cherry. And then I'm going to finish this pint. Hey, Cherry, I have a super fun idea for a girl's day. You know what's a fun girl's day? A booze cruise. Okay, so it turns out that is not a pledge an honest, for an honesty pact. It is... It was on the... The door is Hannah came in, and it's an official from the city thing saying that the treehouse is dangerous and it needs to be torn down. From the city. I don't know how many other people other than Punky's kids hang out in that thing. I mean, it is an apartment complex, so there are other people living in that building. So, yeah. And Punky... Yeah, well, Hannah doesn't get it. I mean, she's like, it's time to let it go, Mom. It's time to, you know, tear down the treehouse. But Izzy doesn't, not Izzy, oi, excuse me. Hannah, she doesn't get it. Punky says, I was Izzy's age when I built that treehouse. And Izzy hasn't even had a chance to enjoy it yet. And she even says, that treehouse is like a family member. It sure is. It definitely is. Right, Quinn? Exactly. So, well, <laughs> Hannah asks, what are you going to do, Mom? And Punky gets on the phone. Hey, Cherry, do you want to have an off, super awesome girls' day? And then flash to the treehouse as <laughs> Cherry and Punky are pulling up boards that are rotten and need to be thrown away. And Cherry says, you want to know what a better girl's day would be? A booze cruise. Thanks for doing construction work with me all day. I expect to be paid time and a half. Oh, what gummy bears work? Oh, gimme. <laughs> I haven't had candy in so long because Lauren is the sugar police. And don't try arguing with an attorney because you won't win. She's lucky she's cute. Remember when we first built this? Everyone was here. Henry, your grandma, Margo, Alan, even our teacher Mike. I remember you tricking us into building it. But it was worth it. Building the treehouse was the first time I actually felt like I lived here. We grew up in it. So did my kids. That's what I want for Izzy. I remember we were right here when Mike and I decided to go looking for our moms. He found his. And now you found yours. Sort of. Have you called her back yet? I keep almost calling her. But I can't. It's like I go right back to being a kid. What if I let her in and she abandons me all over again? But you've wondered about her ever since I've known you. And you don't owe this to her. You owe it to yourself. You're not a little girl anymore. You are so much stronger. And you'll know when the time is right. I am so happy that I have you. Oh, 
too fast. Here she comes. Great news. Treehouse saved. You're amazing. It's no biggie. I just filed an injunction with City Hall. You have 30 days to repair it. Problem solved. But also, I'm amazing. <laughs> My hero. Oh. What's in your mouth? Nothing. So I really like here how Punky and Sherry are reminiscing, especially Punky, how she says how building that treehouse made her feel like she finally had a home. And Sherry adds how, yeah, we grew up in this treehouse. And the fact, and I love how she also name dropped, you know, Henry, Mrs. Johnson, Alan, and of course, Mike, their teacher. And how it was in that treehouse that Punky and Mike decided to find their moms. Yeah, that was season two's The Search episode. And how, yeah, Mike found his mom, but Punky, in a way, kind of did. But, you know, and Sherry even asked her, like, hey, have you called her yet? And Punky says, I keep trying to, but every time I do, it's just I still feel like that little girl all over again. It's like, yeah, because if you think about it, she was a little girl the last time she saw her mom. I like how Punky pays Cherry in gummy bears, which apparently Cherry can't have because Lauren is the sugar police, so she'll, like sniff out any types of any candy, anything with sugar in it. And um I love how Cherry just ah she's she's so supportive of, of Punky and everything. Like, hey, don't push it. When the time is right, you're gonna know. And you are you're not that little girl anymore. You're so much stronger now. And she's like, yeah, just don't don't rush it, you know, don't don't force yourself to call her just because you want answers. You know, you're going to know when the time is right and when you want to talk to her. And at least so far, it seems like her mom is respecting that she's not showing up at Punky's doorstep. She's not constantly calling her every single day, wanting her to forgive her and everything like that. And I just honestly, looking back on it, I feel like we all wanted an answer to this giant question of where is Punky's mother? Where has she been all this time? And finally, you know, yeah, at the end of the pilot episode of the new Punky Brewster, she heard from her mom in 30 plus years. I can't even begin to imagine what that would feel like. She's definitely worried, you know, what if I let her in and she abandons me all over again? It's like, Oh, my mom got what she wanted. She wants me to forgive her. And then that way she just ups and disappears. Like, no, you have a daughter you haven't seen. And you need to answer those questions. Like, what happened? Clearly, in Punky Brewster, we do... We get some hints as to what... Susan Brewster was like prior to Punky being abandoned. Right before they left, Punky and her, they packed up the car. You know, her dad had already split from her life. So they packed up the car and her mom told her they were going on a trip. They ended up stopping at a shopping center. And that's where 
her mom abandoned her. I'm guessing, I'm trying to figure out whether Punky went in and her mom went in and they got separated. And that's kind of what Susan wanted. And she just walked away from her daughter. And I was also kind of thinking the fact that you just got your daughter a dog, a golden retriever that isn't much younger than Pun Punky. This, this puppy looks like he's maybe 10 weeks old if a day. And I'm just like, that is young. Did they get the dog with their shots? Or Brandon his shots? Any of that stuff? You know, I mean, she's trying to feed herself. She's got to feed her dog. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, let's, um, Lauren does show up because Lauren is a lawyer. She was able to stall the, uh, the city hall on having that treehouse condemned and torn down. It's just you got a month to be able to get this thing up to code and get it repaired and safe to be able to be used. Um, uh, I don't even want to talk about this. It's just Hannah and her friends, I don't care about them. I don't. And we're wasting valuable screen time on something that I don't really care about. Honestly, I don't even want to play this clip. I want to get over it. And I'm just going to sum it up. If you guys want to go for it, you know, get get your peacock and you can do it there. But I just, I don't even want to waste any time on this scene. I don't care about Hannah's friends or their friendship pact or honesty pact or whatever it's supposed to be. You know, pretty much her one friend, whatever her name is. They're both um, minorities. One is a young Asian girl. Another one is a black girl. So I really like that they're they're doing. Anyway, long story short, she's saying I hate the color yellow and like oh my gosh, this honesty pact is so great. Then the other girl shows up and she's an Instagram sensation or something because of her eyebrows which are just really I don't know what she did to them but they are yeah and both girls since this girl with the eyebrows wants an opinion an honest opinion since this is the honesty pact and both Lauren and whatever her friend's name is totally ignored like oh hi blah 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 or oh my great aunt just texted me ugh all right, let's move on from this. Oh, the girl with a great aunt that supposedly texted her is named Madison. I can't remember what the other one's name is, but uh, yeah. Friendship Fallout. Do you hear that? Hear what? Is it the sound of me ruining my friend's life over and over again in my head? Because that's all I can hear. <laughs> Treehouse? 
Oh, Izzy, I knew you'd come through. Go get some tools. I'm more of an idea person. I'll go draw some plans. <laughs> well, at least one of you guys is excited about it. You're not going to guilt us into this. Dang it! So Hannah's sulking on the couch at her friendship fail. Um, we got Diego and Izzy. Look like they're learning like a new like a handshake type of secret password something or other. Daniel, I wonder what, like what underneath that little daybed thing they got going on just off of the living room that Brandy's got like its own his own doghouse thing going on underneath. And Daniel's like son of a biscuit eater and beep beep bleep bleep what have you. And they're like, You hear that? And they ask him like what what are you doing? He's like, Oh, I gotta find a new place to let me rage out and uh, all that stuff. Punky comes in and tries to guilt the kids into helping with the treehouse. None of them want to except for Izzy, who wants to draw up plans, and I immediately got the treehouse, Punky's treehouse vibes, where she drew up an entire blueprint of what she wanted, tried to get her friends and Mike and Henry and Mrs. Johnson into it. They could have cared less. But... By tricking them and saying, hey, I really don't know how to do this particular thing that I want to do. You seem to know, you know, have a uh, gift in that department. Can you help me with that? And basically tricking them into helping, even though, <laughs> ah, it's just cool. Which I'll, of course, play those clips after this. So now Punky is complaining to Travis about the fact, I can't believe the kids don't want to help. They just want to be on their phones and make dance videos. <laughs> and the fact that she even says they don't even want to help for Izzy's sake. Because she is prime treehouse playing age, apparently. And all the kids have, even Daniel, who can't be that much older than Izzy by a year or two, has outgrown it. Good golly, see, uh, you know, you try to introduce your kids into stuff you were into and they want nothing to do with it. This is not me speaking from experience from having kids and doing that, but I can imagine if I did have kids and I tried to introduce them to stuff I liked or that Jeremy was into, <coughs> uh, that would be my only thing is like we have a kid and it turns out if it's a boy, like, oh, they're going to be into video games because that's what my husband's into and they won't want to be a reader like myself. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, let's see how this is going to go down. I can't believe the kids don't want to help with the treehouse. Not even for Izzy's sake. It's like all they want to do is be on their phones dancing. I want to warn you, you're starting to sound a little like an angry townie from Footloose. I thought this was special to them. It's still special to us. Hey, where's the plank with our initials in it? Oh, don't worry. That is not going anywhere. Aww. I guess we all have good memories here. Like the first time you brought me over to introduce me to Henry? And then we snuck up there. Story time's over. I used to call it the love shack. Stop! Okay, okay, look. It does mean a lot to me. The first time Hannah was old enough to realize I was going on tour, 
She stole my guitar and hid up there so I wouldn't leave. It still breaks my heart. Aw, that is so sweet. You know what else is sweet? A perfect 45-degree miter cut. Is it wrong that I find that attractive? I have the plans for the treehouse remodels. Ooh, are those pandas? Yes, but not real ones. Okay, picture this. Over here, a karaoke machine. And right there, a charging station. And in this corner right here, a TikTok dance area. Woo! These are really cool ideas. But the whole point of the treehouse is to be outside, away from our screens, using our imaginations. Don't worry. My friends and I loved it, and so will you. Okay, I trust you. But think about the pandas. I, I think it is so fun we get another Henry name drop and the fact that Travis says how Punky had brought him over there to introduce him to Henry and then they snuck up there and they nicknamed the treehouse the love, the love shack and she said okay story time's over and the fact that when Hannah was young, she had learned that Travis was going on tour and she didn't want him to leave, so she went and hid his guitar in the treehouse. And I like that the fact that they kept the plywood board that had all their initials on it. Like, oh, I'll have to, you know, look for that in the, the old treehouse punky, OG Punky Brewster episode and see if they did, in fact, carve their names, unless they did it later, I don't know. I love Punky's outfit. It's like a teal kind of purple tie-dye-ish. And it's got, of course, a rainbow on the back of the jacket. And then also, what was he? Oh, yeah, her gloves. She has, like, um, work gloves, but one is teal and one is, like, pink, kind of. It's just cute. Izzy does come out with new plans for the treehouse. She's talking about pandas and a charging station and an area to do her TikTok dance video and just all these little things and I appreciate that Punky of course is from the generation that I grew up in even though I was born in 82 and Punky Brewster started airing in 84 but and she's saying the whole point of a treehouse is to be outside and just kind of unplug from the world and everything like that so it's just definitely, it's a generation gap where it's like, I get what you grew up with and everything and how you want to change this treehouse to be kind of more for you guys, the adults that grew up making the treehouse, but you still want it to appeal to the younger generation who are basically plugged in 24-7 to their electronics all the time. You got to have an even balance, especially if you haven't been using it and the whole idea is you want your kids to be able to enjoy it. Although most of your children have all kind of grown out of that phase. I just... And the thing is, how long before Izzy is tired of the treehouse? You make it more appealing where I guess it could maybe have somehow of a charging docking station up there. I don't know. But, um, and Punky is just, she's not listening to what Izzy wants. You want this to be for Izzy, this treehouse. Yeah, you're like, 
No, no, no. I know what you like, but this treehouse is based on what I grew up with, and you're going to like what I grew up with regardless. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious sake. So now we go back up to the apartment. Hannah's complaining about her friend Bree with the eyebrow Instagram tutorial video thing that failed. Or blew up, I don't know. And she's talking to Diego about it. She's got to voice her opinions and thoughts to somebody because I don't think anyone else cares. Especially not me. He's like, I don't care. Can you please stop using me as a replacement friend? Good grief. Diana says, I'm not. But Diego says, please stop calling me Madison. Because apparently Madison isn't talking to Hannah either. She's probably blame her for this whole French honesty, whatever pact. Yeah, uh, Daniel can't find a good cursing place because now he's under the kitchen sink. Cursing. It's like, man, you could barely fit under there with your scrawny self. Oi. <laughs> and Hannah says, oh, I can't believe you're cursing under there. Are you afraid of spiders? And Daniel, like me, I am also deathly afraid of spiders. I wouldn't be under, I mean, it looks like a very, I mean, they did an, an immaculate, beautiful job, the set designers did. I love this kitchen. It is gorgeous. In order for things to be gorgeous like that, you gotta spend some moolah, apparently. Anyway, gorgeous set. Ah, oh, I just, honestly, I wish we had gotten a season two, but less Hannah and her friends taking over the ten episodes that we get. Because it's, it's not, if Hannah isn't the main focal point of an episode, which she's been in at least two or three, and we're in episode seven right now, then she at least has a good portion of a B story, which feels like it's taken over plot A, which is the, the treehouse. But hey, at least we know that Quinn Copeland, who plays Izzy, did win, I thought she won an Emmy of sorts for like children's programming for her role as Izzy. Uh, I believe, if you go to her Instagram, they may still have the video of her winning, and it was just, it was so cool, so awesome. I feel like, I don't know if it was just her out of all the kids that won, or maybe some of the other kids won. I think it might have just been her, though. Like, maybe it's like a certain, like, under the age of 10, or, I'm not sure. I don't know. I should have lied. Bree hasn't spoken to me since. I was only trying to be a good friend. I mean, what was I supposed to do? I don't care. Can you please stop using me as your replacement friend? I'm not. Then stop calling me Madison. Well, she's not talking to me either. Testing, testing! Blame it on Oh, hello. I can't believe you're cursing under there. I thought you were afraid of spiders. What? Did you see what I have to deal with, Madison? You know, in watching where that sink placement is, I immediately got this flashback of a season four Punky Brewster episode where it was, I think it was called The Reading Game, where... 
Cherry's cousin Paula, the one who sadly is illiterate, um, her little brother drinks, I think it was like detergent or fabric softener that was kept under the kitchen sink. Excuse me, and he got, he got really sick. And Paula, you know, she couldn't, you know, what it says if accidentally swallowed, how do you, you know, because she's talking to the 911 operator on the line, and the 911 operator's like, "What? Why can't you read it? What's What's wrong? What's going on?" And he's like, "No, I just I don't know how to read." And she's just crying, like, "Please help my brother, please, please." And then Cherry and Punky come in, and they hear Paula's cries from the kitchen, and they immediately jump in there and take over. And I'm just immediately when I saw da Daniel Klima. <laughs> from under the, the kitchen sink. I just, I don't know. I just, I got that flashback. It just seems like we just, yeah. And just even the pilot episode with, with Punky, like using that spray hose from the sink to spray, clean the window. I just getting those flashbacks again. So, all right, we're in the treehouse. Punky has Itsy close her eyes. Not yet. Not yet. And it's like, I did see where they fixed it up. They definitely did. However, not much has honestly changed. And I can imagine... Oh, yeah, that's, uh, imagine. that's the other thing. Punky's telling Izzy, unplug from the world and use your imagination. I don't even know if kids do that nowadays, do they? I mean, if they're so plugged into their phones... I mean, unless they're using imaginations to create tutorials on, on YouTube, I don't know. I'm not in tune with, you know, I work with teenagers all the time. They're always on their phones. And it's just, imagination, I grew up using that because I wasn't always sitting in front of the television all the time. I was outside, playing by myself, using my imagination in my room, coming up with stories for Barbie dolls or paper dolls that I had and just I will just be there for hours just creating these elaborate stories isn't that that that, that Minecraft game isn't that that's like about building stuff right are you in a way kind of using your imagination when you're considering what you want to build I don't know I haven't been a kid in a good many years so um yeah Rebuilding the tree as for Izzy when really I was doing it for me. Well, duh. 
Okay, you can stop being honest now. Oh my god. I get it. I'm no longer the treehouse. I'm the tree. Oh, I was with you until the tree part. Henry was the foundation for me to build my dreams on. He was my tree. Now I get to be the tree for Izzy. I'm the tree! <laughs> Somebody's been sniffing too many paint fumes. <laughs> So yeah, that is honestly a really good metaphor. I really like that. I Izzy really does try to spare Punky's feelings. Like, oh, I like it. I'll play it later. And I like, honestly, <laughs> Hannah's line of, oh, it's like a phone update, but you don't know what's changed. And the fact that it's just pretty much exactly the same. It doesn't look any different. Just they brought it up to code so it doesn't have to be torn down. And Izzy says, I'll play in it later. I'm playing a game inside that has to be completed inside. So she leaves, and Hannah tells Punky, like, hey, she just didn't want to hurt your feelings. And Punky says, well, I created, you know, I did this for her. And Hannah kind of throws it in her face, like, did you, though? And Punky realizes, well, no, I didn't. And she thinks, in a way... Punky is now the tree. She's not the treehouse anymore. Henry was the tree for Punky to build her dreams on. And now Punky is the tree for Izzy to build her dreams. I like that. I honestly, honestly do like that. Who wants some fresh baked cookies? Where are the cookies? There are no cookies. We're going to have a family meeting. What's going on? Go back. It's a trap. We are fixing up the treehouse again. We? The woman is obsessed with treehouses. It's not for me. This time, we're doing it the Izzy way. Okay. I'm in. Izzy deserves to love it as much as we did. And uh, all my friends hate me right now, so I'm available. <laughs> yeah. There were some pretty good times up there. The treehouse is where I first played Truth or Dare. Yeah, I was alone. So it was kind of boring, but still. <laughs> okay, your dad and Emily took Izzy on a hot dog tour of Chicago, so we only have a few hours. I've seen that girl eat a hot dog. We have less time than you think. Hey! Bree? We'll just see you downstairs. Hi, <laughs> Funky gets the kids out for a family meeting. By saying, who wants fresh baked cookies? Of course, Diego's like, yeah, where are those cookies? Like, no, there are no cookies. <laughs> We're going to have a family meeting. And as soon as Hannah comes out, Diego puts his arm over like, no, 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 no. Don't fall for it. It's a trap. And she tells them, we're going to fix up the treehouse for Izzy. And Daniel says, what's her obsession with treehouses? <laughs> And and Hannah does make a good point. It's like, you know, Izzy should have a chance to be able to love the treehouse and enjoy it as much as we did growing up. And apparently, you know, she's like, well, I, my friends, like, hate me, so I have nothing else to do. <laughs> and I like how Diego says the first time he played Truth or Dare was in the treehouse, and he was alone, of course. And, uh, well, anyway, <laughs> enough about that story. 
<laughs> I just think it's funny. Travis and his girlfriend Emily took Izzy on a trip around Chicago to taste hot dogs. So <laughs> Funky's like, we've only got a couple hours. And Daniel says, have you seen that lady eat hot dogs? We don't got as much time as you think. I thought when she was going to open the door that it was going to be Izzy there. It turns out, no, it's Bree, Hannah's friend, who's coming to apologize, which, again, I don't care. So let's move on. All right, so now we're in the new and improved treehouse. It looks amazing. I absolutely love it. They did blindfold Izzy, and Izzy says, if this is another hot dog, I'm going to need at least 10 minutes in a bucket. Oh, my gosh. But I love these. They're, like, hanging. They're almost, like, kind of hanging, like, Papasan chairs, but without the, uh, the cozy cushion. Or, no, you know, it, and it makes me think of those, like, hang, it's like a hanging chair, but it makes me think of those, if you're old enough to remember those hanging plants that you, you would have in your house, those little, um, hanging things from the ceiling that you would hook one of those type of, it's like made of yarn or something that holds like a plastic pot of like with a flower in it or something. My mom had those. And I remember you even though, you know, at some point they did we didn't have the flowers up there, the potted things anymore. We still had the hooks that they went around. I think that's honestly it feels like that was definitely a seventies and eighties thing. Because I swear, like, our house was the only one that I knew that had those hanging yarn plant holders. If this is another hot dog, I need at least ten minutes in a bucket. Okay, so I'm going to need at least ten minutes in a bucket. This is for me. This treehouse is all Izzy. Aww. Great job on the re remodel. Re remodel. I honestly say that I fixed it up for Izzy. I just needed to let go. It's everything I wanted. Diego, we're going to have the best tea parties up here. Daniel, I got you a special cursing pillow. But it's not a travel pillow, so curse responsibly. It's perfect. So, I have to confess something. You were right. Honesty is not always the best policy. So the honesty pack didn't go too well. That was a suck fest. Yeah. He just likes being right. Oh, that's just a parenting win. Uh-huh. You realize your parenting win was telling me not to be honest? Yes, I do. Father of the year. A TikTok dance area? Charming station? And a panda. Not a real one. <laughs> <laughs> no. But still, it's cute. It's a dream come true. <laughs> 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 I love it so much. Thank you for fixing up the treehouse for me. There's one more thing for you to do. Some families have family trees. 
We have a family treehouse. Would you like to add your name? You want me to? Now it's your turn to make new memories here. Aww. I know what I want my first one to be. <laughs> I love it. What do you think, Quinn? <laughs> Exactly how Izzy wanted it with the, the TikTok dancing station, the karaoke, the stuffed panda. Oh my god, it's just it's gorgeous. I love it so much. I love how in the background Cherry was giving the kids like she's still in the bag of gummy bears. Of course, I'm sure that was like just unscripted. Like, ah, oh, kids, you want some gummy bears? Here you go. It was really sweet. And I love how Izzy says, Diego, we're going to have so much fun with the tea parties up here. <coughs> Punky gave Daniel a cursing pillow, which is not a travel pillow, so use it responsibly. And, oh, I absolutely love that Punky says some have family, some families have family trees. We have a family tree house. You want to add your name? Oh, and it was so sweet. I love that we got the flashback of them originally when they completed the treehouse, how great it looked. Everyone was there. They did highlight some quick little moments. Uh, one, especially Alan Anderson's last episode in season three, Divorce Anderson style, where he is up in the treehouse with Punky and Margo and Cherry. And finding out his parents announcing there at the barbecue, backyard barbecue, that they are, in fact, getting divorced. And, oh, my gosh, it just breaks my heart. We also see the episode, I believe, is it season three or four? One of them where, yeah, a boy comes between Punky and Cherry, and they kind of dissolve their friendship. And they get into a fight, but then they're up in the treehouse again when they, they make up and they hug each other. And Cherry brings up when Punky and Margo saved her life in season two, Cherry Lifesaver with that old refrigerator. Uh, let's see, we also, oh, uh, just, yeah, and of course with the mention of when Mike and Punky were up there and they were deciding to find their moms. And it just, honestly, guys, I gotta say, this is my favorite episode other than the pilot episode, but this by far is my favorite. I love it so, so much. It's so good. It's bringing out all the feels. I love... The treehouse kind of we got the kind of the rainbow colors like on the outside of the treehouse, and of course we get the little <laughs> dance party with Izzy and the family. It's just it's it's sweet. I love honestly. Oh, I love it so much. And of course, Hannah realizes being honest isn't always the best thing. <laughs> of course, Travis wants to take that as a win for Father of the Year. <laughs> Oh my goodness, but it's just, ah, this episode just is wrapping up so nicely. Now, 
we're with Punky in the living room and she's telling herself she's not a little girl anymore and I think she's going to try to call her mom. I just, one last thing, I just, in the tree altar, everyone's having this little dance party. It's so cute. Everyone's watching Izzy or Quinn Copeland dance and it just, you feel the, the fun between the cast members. They're really enjoying themselves. They're laughing. They're smiling. They look like they get along really, really great. And it just, gosh, I would have liked to have seen this show go for at least one to two more seasons. I really, we never even got to see Izzy make any friends. Other than, you know, with Punky and, and, and the kids and, you know, being you know, siblings and everything. We never got to see Oak. It just would have been so great to see that. I mean, if you think about it, like, the cast, the, the kids have moved on and have started doing other projects. So, odds are, hypothetically speaking, down the road, let's just say uh, another company wanted to pick up Punky Brewster. Let's just say Netflix or... or, or Disney Plus, or what have you, whatever, right? Those kids would probably be busy with other projects and other commitments. Not to mention, it's like you get so far away from that role. But, I mean, if you look at Punky and, and Cherry, I mean, they grew up. I'm a Punky Brewster. They're seven, eight years old. And they fall right back into it. I mean, the show ended in 1988. But as adults, they fall right back into these characters. Even though they've grown, they're now, you know, Punky's a, a parent of 3.5 kids, if you, you know, count Izzy. And it just, but they still, they fall right back into the, the those characters. And it's sweet. And it just, gosh, we did not. And I'm sure I'll say this when I cover the final episode. It's like. And it makes me tear up. Um, we did not get enough time with these characters. We really didn't. The, the, the actors and actresses that they picked for the kids. I mean, yes, I, I rag a lot on Hannah's character. Nothing against the actress again. It's just... <laughs> but dang, we just did not get enough time to de develop them, we we got to fall in love with them, and then it's just like, boom, the rug's ripped out from under your feet. Oh. But I'm happy we got what we got. Just the fact that we did get to see them one last time, even if this is for the last, last time. Let's see how this last scene goes with Punky working up the courage to call her mom. You're not a little girl anymore. You're a tree. You can do this. Anything she can do. Get rich, Susan. Leave a message. Hey, Mom. I mean, Susan. I don't know what to call you. Both feel weird. I'll go with something neutral, like Jeff. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Ms. Brewster. Sorry about that last message. Uh, let's just go ahead and pretend it didn't happen. <coughs> I'm talking about the message, not the abandoning me in a parking lot thing. <coughs> okay, I ruined that one, so I'm just gonna... Uh, 
Yeah, she knows. It's me again. Anyway, Jeff. I'm not good with this stuff. I mean, duh. How many messages have I left you? Like a million? I'm just gonna start over again. Yeah, yeah, this mailbox is full. Yep. Oh <laughs> so, yeah, she goes, I, 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 again, like I said, the last time I originally watched this episode was back when it aired. So I, I thought it was going to end where she's, like, going to call and say all this stuff. And turns out it wasn't her mom, but some wrong number. And it just seems like it's. One of those voicemails that it's like, this is blah, 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 leave a message. And there's, like, no personality to it. It's just... But then again, if you're leaving a voicemail, you want to be just quick. You don't want to be long and drawn out. And just... Makes me think of the ringtones. Like, everyone used to have, like, spend money to get these ringtones. And now everyone, including myself, has my phone... I have my phone on vibrate or silent, especially because I'm... You know, when I'm working and everything like that. And usually I only let the calls come through of people that I know. Like I said, I don't, I honestly don't get a lot of phone calls. I honestly really don't. Which is probably just as well. <laughs> that just means I don't know a lot of people. <laughs> and that's honestly the other thing is just, it, it just seems like in the last 10 years, I have like so many people that I would call and just on the weekend, just to say, hey, what's going on? And now it just feels like that number slowly, slowly dwindles to the point where you don't have as... I mean, I still keep the numbers in my phone and everything, like the names in my phone, like my dad and my grandma and everything like that. Because I don't want to delete them, even though I'm sure the numbers probably don't work anymore. But it's just... I'm not ready to... Take those numbers out of my phone. But anyway, um, yeah, I love this episode. I thought it was really good. <laughs> Funky kept calling and calling. And I mean, odds are either her mother just probably had her phone on silent. Maybe she was sleeping. Who knows? But um, she just kept calling and just saying, yeah, it's too hard to call you either mom or Susan. I'm just going to call you Jeff. Like, it's a one step being removed from that emotion. Like, if I call you something else completely unrelated, it it's easier to be able to get out what I have to say. And she keeps calling and calling and saying, I messed up that last message. Let's forget about that. Oh, um, but not about the abandoning me in a parking lot when I was eight <laughs> or something. And when she does call in the mailbox, that message said, this mailbox is full. And Punky's just like, then go! But, oh gosh, it was such a good episode. Um, I don't know if I've done best outfit in all the times that I've covered the original Punky Rooster, but I really liked Punky's jacket. I really like that teal and purple denimish looking jack- uh, tie-dye jacket with the rainbow on the back. It was really cool. Also, I love, there was a picture in the treehouse, and the treehouse is just splashed with colors. Not 80s bright colors, but it was still colorful. 
But there's a picture. It had a yellow background. It had a panda head. It had sunglasses on the panda face. And some headphones. Not earbuds, but actually, like, go over your ear, cover your ears, headphones. And I'm like, I want... And there's a stuffed panda! I finally had gotten to see a panda when I was at the Smithsonian Zoo in D.C. I said, that's on my list. That's on my bucket list is to see a panda. I got to see a panda. Haven't gotten to see the polar bear, though. Almost did, but apparently... The panda, the polar bear was not available that day. And it stinks because we drove over three and a half hours to see. That was the whole point of going to this particular zoo. Anyway, moving on. Um, how many tail wags am I going to give this episode? Honestly, I think I'm going to give a four out of five just for all the Hannah friends. I don't care about that stuff. But other than that, this episode was solid. I love the memories of the treehouse. Oh, just got me right in the feels. And you guys know, you know, next up, I am playing clips from the episode of Punky's Treehouse because I, I need a shot in the feels department and I got Peacock up anyway. So, <laughs> uh, Punky's principal, uh, for this one, I am just going to go the honesty thing. I'd say it depends on the situation, really. I mean, if someone's like, just be honest with me and tell me, granted, you know it's going to hurt them. It's like, well, they want honesty. You may as well give it to them, right? Right. Um, another thing is, especially when it comes to the treehouse, I know Punky was, you know, more fixing it up for, for her, even though she was using kind of using Izzy. Like, oh, you're going to love what I do with it. Don't worry. This is a chance to unplug from everything and just be outside. And she was doing it more. Yes, Hannah, Hannah had that right on the money. Where you're like, you did this more for you than for Izzy. And when she finally took Izzy's thoughts and designs and ideas into contemplation and turned it into a reality I loved it I think it's great oh further ado let's I want to see we're going to play some clips from the OG Punky Brewster season 2 treehouse episode of course before I do that let's take a look at the episode that will be out next week since by the time this is uploaded I'll be doing weekly episodes until the series finale season one finale mother's day episode 10 get into it yes we'll be focusing on <clears throat> episode eight put a ring on it dear february 25th 2021 punky learns that cherry is considering proposing to lauren Diego has a crush on Hannah's friend. Oh, that's right. With uh, I, I thought that was coming up. I didn't think it was this episode, but uh, it will be coming up. So let's jump into OG Punky Brewster here. Going to IMDb Season 2. So the Treehouse episode, for heaven's sake, I said Season 2. Um... <laughs> Seriously, where is it? 
Oh, it's episode two of season two. I was going to say, yeah, they got to build the treehouse to be able to have... That's another thing we didn't get with the flashback, which is understandable. I guess I kind of get that. The whole, um, just say no. With the, uh, Punky and Sherry being... Honestly, would I say they were really tempted? I mean, yeah, they wanted to join the chicklets. Oh my gosh. But, um... Maybe they might have been for a minute, but with Mike's help, thank goodness, he kind of steered her in the right direction and showed her an amazing club that is 100% non-pressure to join and actually promotes good and positivity by just saying no way. Just say no. So, Punky's Treehouse is what it's called. Season 2, Episode 2. September 22, 1985. I would have been three years old at this point when this episode aired. Right, Quinny? Yep. Punky wants to build a treehouse behind her apartment building, but she has trouble getting people to help her. And apparently, I'm guessing, like, the city must have signed off on having that done, because it, it happens. So, where they like, well, I don't, well, the apartment doesn't own the backyard, the city owns it or something, so you'd have to get permission from them to actually build the treehouse. So, yeah, I like how they really kick this off in the morning, like, Punky comes in for breakfast, tells Henry she had a dream, and then Dream was said about uh, a treehouse. And she woke up, drew out this... Gl- who, cl- I mean, I don't know if Soleil actually drew this photo. Well, it's not a photo, it's a picture of uh, a tree with different colored, you know, planks of wood for the steps to go up at. And, of course, the treehouse itself is different colors because, you know... It's just how punky is, along with it says Punky's Treehouse. There's even a little elevator thing for Brandon to come up. And it's just, it's so cool. It is just so, can you imagine, like, you wake up with this, like, from this dream of this idea that you had, and you right away write it all down so you don't forget it? Oh, well... Henry asked if that's an elevator, and I like how Punky's like, no, it's a dog evader. It's for Brandon in case he wants to come up, you know. And Henry even tells her, it's like, you know, when I was young, when I was your age, I wanted a treehouse too. I always wanted a treehouse. And she's oh, did you ever get one? He's like, no, we, we didn't have any trees in our yard, only hedges. Like, well, that sucks. <laughs> Man, I wanted one to, yeah, we had this nice tree. It was right by our burn barrels because we lived in the country and we, you know, burned the garbage. And, um, (laughs) and it's like, I think it was like 11, was it 11, 12, something like that. And it's like, I told my dad, like, this could be really cool to make a tree house. He's like, yeah, okay. And I get off the school bus one day and that tree it was literally cut down to nothing. And I asked, I'm like, Dad, what do they do? We're supposed to put a treehouse in that tree. He's like, yeah, I asked him, you know, like, trim the branches. And they just cut the whole thing down. I'm like, it's not like it was near any power lines or anything that I could see. So I don't get that at all. But I'm just like, but then, I mean, I was like 12. So I was like, eh, maybe. 
one of those those dreams that you have for the moment and in the back of your head you're like you know this is never going to come to fruition because you'll be on to the next thing so punky actually does ask like hey henry can we build this i mean the hard part's done we've already got the tree it's like well yeah that's half the battle and she already drew up a kind of blueprint of the outside of what she wanted the finished product to look like so that's already completed you just need to get the supplies you got to get the labor you know people to help build it and all that fun stuff right quinny right i bet my cat will love a tree house if she went outside which you can't because it's cold out we just got done because i'm recording this february 2nd we just are finally thawing out from this ice storm that we had it was crazy it closed the theater for two days oh my goodness eventually we should be getting back up to like the 40s 50s and 60s you know degree temperatures if anything reminds me of living back in Michigan, it sure is <laughs> this ice storm that we had. And it feels like we've had it like almost every single year. We're going on, you know, year two. I mean, 2021, we had the big ice storm that knocked out power and we wound up in a hotel for four months. 2022, we had another kind of mini one that didn't shut the theater down. And then now we had this one that shut it down for two days. So it's just, it's crazy. And people are like, oh no, we only get, this is unusual for Texas. We only get these like once every five to 15 years. And I'm like, really? Because now we've gotten it three years in a row. What's going on, Texas? Come on now. I wanted this weather. I would have stayed in Michigan. But anyway, we're getting off topic. We're talking about Punky in this treehouse. And it's just... And I'm just wondering if Henry's going to say something like, well, we don't technically own the backyard or that tree. It's the city's property. Because he's just the apartment manager. He doesn't own the building. He's managing it. So clearly someone else owns that building. But I don't think the apartment owns the backyard outside. Big glass of milk. Oh, 
interesting. He 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 doesn't mention the fact, you know, whether or not they actually own the tree in the backyard, if the apartment does or not. It's like, who cares? Punky doesn't care. Oh, we just want to build this treehouse. And he's like, well, I don't see why we couldn't. Interest rates are low. I'm like, <laughs> compared to 2023? <laughs> oh, but it's, it's just so cool. I love how excited she is. And going back to, you know, Punky Brewster 2021, where Punky does say this was the building that treehouse. This was the first time I, that this felt like home to me. And I just... And her excitement in being able to do this and and have this this thing this this treehouse and everything it just felt it's like another part of like something that she probably couldn't do when she lived with her her mom and just everything like it just it just feels like and I like how she's getting ready you know like I'll get all the kids of Mrs Johnson to help out you know because you got Alan Margot and Jerry there's three right there. And, <laughs> and she, oh, I gotta get to school. And Henry tells her, no, 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 no. You need to sit down. You need to eat your breakfast first. So she takes like two spoonfuls. She's got a giant, <laughs> really, a giant glass of milk. She takes a long gulp of like, I'm full. And I'm just, boom, I'm out the door. <laughs> All right, so now she's going to get to school and kind of let the kids know, like, hey, this is my plan. I want to have you help me turn this into fruition. Would you like to do that? Have a part in building this treehouse. And at first, you know, of course they're kids. They're gung-ho about it until they realize, like, it actually means work. Like, in order for this thing to come to fruition and us be able to hang out in it, well, you got to build it first. You got to put that hard work in. <laughs> sure, the tree is there, but you got to build a house around it to make it a tree house. drawing with her and she you'll never guess what I dreamed and apparently she's told that worm story multiple times because Alan's like let me guess she dreamed about playing jacks with a worm again and Punky's like oh yeah of course but this one had a different ending and she pretty much says hey how would you like to spend this Saturday helping me build a treehouse and they're all like oh yeah definitely so now <laughs> we go into the backyard we see that Alan and Sherry are using a hammer to pull out, pry out old, like, twisted and crooked nails, bent nails out of used boards. It took two of them to be able to get that nail out of there. Wow. And it's like, ugh, Sherry, we've been at this <laughs> for an hour now. How many nails have we pulled? Yeah, they've only pulled one nail. I can get how this honestly would be very discouraging. And the fact that they're using... Oh my good golly! 
All that wood behind them with all those nails they got it. No, no, guys. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. You mm. I can see where again they're getting discouraged. They've been at that one for an hour. This isn't fun anymore. They don't want to do work. Punky and Brandon come in with a wheelbarrow that's or a wheelbarrow wagon that's got perfect planks of wood that have nails. Like, well, you got more wood that have nails in them. Have fun. So you can see that they're they're going to be like, you know what? Toss down the hammer. Like, Punky, we're done. Okay. I see that she's got the picture of the treehouse nailed or stapled to one of those uh, pieces of wood, planks of wood that are on the tree to use the steps going up. But yeah, I can see these kids, are, they're discouraged, they don't want to do it anymore. It's like, no, Punky, unless you're going to help them, which honestly, instead of prying the nails out, wouldn't you just take the head of the hammer and just like bang at the end of the nail to pop the nails out? I mean, that's what I would do. You know, on second thought, no, I would just go out and get real lumber. Like, real boards. I mean, those are real boards, but I meant new boards. Not ones that have nails and could possibly uh, give tetanus or, 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 or um, lockjaw or something like that. I mean, they're all wearing shoes, but none of them have any type of gloves on. You're working with wood. You could get splinters. Yeah, Punky's like, come on, let's get hopping. And apparently it's too hot. Is this the end of the school year? The beginning? And Alan's like, hey, can't we just wait and build this treehouse in the winter? Yeah, because that's what you're going to want to be doing with your free. It is Chicago, by the way. It's going to be cold in the winter. You're not going to build it then. There's going to be snow. So Margo clearly, uh, she does not look like she's dressed to help um, <laughs> build anything. She looks like she's ready to go out for an activity somewhere. Yeah, it's like, Margo, why are you dressed like that? And Punk, she says, because I have impeccable taste. And Sherry says, no, Margo, what Punky means is, why aren't you dressed to help us build the treehouse? Ugh. Apparently her mom is taking, yeah, because I'm sure you really wanted to help build the treehouse. She's taking her to see Nigel St. Clair, who apparently is this He's somebody, apparently, that has been in the Architectural Digest, which, whether that's a thing, I don't know. He's a closet decorator. Come on. The leading closet decorator. Well, if he ain't helping build this treehouse, then he... <laughs> that name means nothing to me, but Margo, I'm sorry. To help you guys build that treehouse, he's not? Oh, we'll forget him then. Apparently, closet was even a term back then, regardless of how it was used, because Alan's a like, closet decorator, so he doesn't want anyone to know he's a decorator. <laughs> Apparently he's going to do the closets at Margot's place. And Punky asks a very important question. Um, what about the treehouse? You said you would help with that. So you're not doing that anymore? What's going on? Yeah, she's ditching you all for Nigel St. Clair. Apparently watching a man design closets is more fascinating than building a treehouse you will hardly ever be in. We don't really, I mean, 
If you think about the handful of times that Marco has even been in that treehouse, I could count on maybe one hand. Five times, most likely. Ouch! Marco says, yeah, I don't think you can afford him, Punky. Oh, that's so mean. So Margo leaves after she says ciao, putting on her tinted sunglasses. <laughs> and Allie and, and Cherry are all like, look at her, just trying to get out of the work. You know what she is? <laughs> Punky's asks, you know what she is? And both Cherry and Allie look at each other and say, smart. Yeah, they don't want to do it either. It's like, Punky, you're not helping them. They've got to have a better plan than this, honestly, because it turns out the kids don't want to do it. They don't want to build the treehouse. So, Punky's got to go to Mike and say, hey, Mike, um, I want to build this treehouse. My friends all kind of ditched me. Do you have any idea how this treehouse can be built if I'm the only one that wants it, apparently? smart because she made an activity to get out of, you know, helping with the treehouse. You see Brandon nodding his head like, oh, yeah, she is very smart. Uh-huh. Well, here comes, we get a name drop of Aunt Larnice, who I believe is Betty's sister because we see her in season four. Aunt Larnice is coming to town. So, looks like Cherry has got her excuse right there. She's going to have to help her grandma prepare for Aunt Larnice coming to visit. Cherry, we got big trouble. Your Aunt Larnice is on her wheel. Uh-oh. 
From the time that woman sets foot in the door, she does nothing but complain. Your carpet's not clean enough, or your silver's not shiny enough. Last time it was your airbrush, and it's not fresh enough. Why do you keep letting her come over? Because she's family, child, and I love her. Oh. Plus, she's got a mattress stuffed with $100 bills, and I'm her only relative. Well, I better finish throwing my bedroom curtains so that old battle axe won't complain that my drapes don't drape enough. <gasps> Grandma, I'll make some cookies. Our, our niece can't complain if her mouth is stuffed with chocolate chips. Cookies? Well, you get the flour and I preheat up. Okay. This looks like fun. Sorry, Punky. It's my favorite art, Arnie. No, he's gone. Alan? <laughs> Bye. I just remembered my aunt's coming over too. Why? As soon as I call her. <laughs> Hello, honey. Oh, Henry, you're the bestest foster dad in the entire world. Why, thank you, dear. You're the only one who'll help me build my tree. You're gonna build it in a day. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, you kid. Today? Unfortunately, no. You see, the painters cancel at the last moment, and I've got to get the front apartment ready for the new tenants. You mean you're deserting me, too? Mm. Okay. I am the apartment manager. It's my job. Yeah, I keep forgetting. <laughs> yeah, I understand, Henry. Where's Brandon? Did he disappear, too? You should have planned in advance. All it was dumb dream. Dream that's never gonna come true. Oh, it's gonna come true, alright. And your kids will be able to enjoy it. Hey, there's Brandon. I thought he ran off. Aw, yeah, he's getting her kiss on the face, poor kid. So yeah, all of a sudden everyone just boom. Margo's got plans. Sorry, I never really intended to help you build your treehouse anyway. Uh, Betty comes out saying her sister, her aunt, um, Cherry's aunt, Lernice, is gonna be coming. So she's making her place look all good because her sister complains. And Cherry says, I'm gonna go make some chocolate chip cookies. I'm like, as soon as I heard them, I would have figured, like, Punky would have said, you know what, maybe we'll do the treehouse another day. No one's really into it. Right now, and I thought that Punky would have said, okay, we can do this another time. It helped Cherry, like, make chocolate chip cookies. Um, <laughs> and then Alan, <laughs> Punky's like, well, Alan, it's just you and I now. And then she turns around, and Alan is gone. He's got his bike. He's like, oh, my aunt's coming over, too. I gotta go. <laughs> Punky says, when? Yeah, as soon as I get home and call her. Uh-huh. And she just, everyone just, just, and I'm just thinking, she did kind of spring it on them, like it was probably Friday, and like, hey, we're going to have a great Saturday, we're going to build this. And the fact that she thinks, I mean, she's eight, right? So she thinks she's going to build this tree house in a day, in a weekend. It, it takes a lot of planning, you know, more than just, you know, that beautiful picture, you got to have measurements. All that stuff, right? 
And she's, it's one of those things like, hey, guess what? You didn't have anything planned today, did you? Great, because we're going to do this big activity that takes the whole day. And it's a lot of hard work. Kind of sprung it on everyone. And even though we were like, oh, yeah, the idea of a treehouse and not really thinking about just all the work that goes into it. Although Cherry and Ellen were, you know, with the boards and everything like that. So, Henry comes out, and she's like, oh, great, Henry, you're going to help me build the treehouse. He's like, what? That, that's today? Well, I can't because, you know, again, he reminds her and all of us who have forgotten, he is the building manager, which means apparently if some people that have to, like, paint an apartment before new tenants move in, they bailed, they canceled, I don't know what happened, they're gone. Now it's up to Henry to have to do that on his own with no help. I don't know how big the apartment is. Maybe one, two bedrooms. But even so, that's a that's an undertaking. I mean, my husband and I, when we had bought our house, we were like, we're going to paint this room and that room. And it's like, no. No, we're not. <laughs> we're like, we're done. <laughs> we barely got one room done. We're, and it was it was like the little off of this kitchen-ish whatever, dining, whatever area, I guess. And we're just never again, never again. Um, <laughs> it was such a nightmare. But anyway, I guess what I'm trying to say is that something that she maybe thought could be done in a Saturday afternoon, making this dream on a piece of paper a reality and she's kind of kicking herself thinking well it was a dumb dream anyway it's never going to come true because everyone's doing got their own thing going on everyone all of a sudden has plans when they didn't have plans yesterday but now they all are just got stuff going on stuff's coming up uh for <laughs> cherry alan and margo all these supposed excuses have worked into hey i have a reason not to have to help you but again they're kids, so, and Henry's building manager. Priorities, you know, that's his job. That's what he gets paid to have to do there, to be able to live in the apartment rent-free, basically. Um, yeah. So, I feel bad for Punky. It's just, again, maybe better planning. Maybe give them more than a day's, less than 24-hour notice. Because that's a, an undertaking. I don't think she really kind of thought that it would be. Like, oh, all of us together, we'll get it done in a day. No, you, you're not really going to get it done in a day. Because there's a lot that goes into it. All right, let's move on. I think this is where she's going to ask for Mike's help. Because uh, she definitely needs it. She needs another adult to... Uh, complain to and help rectify this situation okay okay this has got uh, but that's the thing though this is only the second episode of season two and when it made me think it felt like the end of the school year was mainly because of how Margot is dressed everyone else is dressed in like short sleeve shirt maybe uh longer sleeve shirt, what have you. Margot is dressed like she's going to the beach after. I'm just like, she's wearing, I don't know whether it's supposed to be like a beach top tank top thing going on, but I'm like, girl, 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 
I know you live in L.A. I know the show is filmed in L.A. Everyone else is dressed in some form of layers. Well, Punky always dresses in the layers, but that's just her. Um, <laughs> she is the odd girl. Margot's the odd girl out here wearing summer clothes. This is what you'd wear, like, the first week of June or so of your last day week of school. Okay, wait a minute. No, no, no. Okay, okay, here's here's what I got. Right, right. Okay. It's the beginning of a new school year, right? Because Mike's their teacher. And I because Ellen's only, hey, let's wait and build this in the winter. Like winter's not too far off. My guess is it's gotta be sometime in late August, like, hey, maybe it's like the second week of school or something. I'm sorry I'm hopping on this forever, but that's why I'm guessing that Margot is dressed the way she is, because it's still 65, 70 plus degrees out, second week of school, right around, you know, Labor Day and everything. It's still a little warm, hasn't transitioned fully into fall yet, because literally everyone else in this class is dressed in long shirts or short sleeve shirts yeah the, uh, and I want to point again to Alan when I covered this show I made a lot of comments about this gray short sleeve sweatshirt that he he literally wore throughout the entire run of the show except for season three episode two which was his last episode on the show forever and he's wearing, like, the cuffs, like, the sleeve, like, the cuff of the sweatshirt, like, they're wrist cuffs. It's like they cut the sweatshirt from sleeve to just below the cuff and said, here you go, here's your shirt. And he's been known to wear collared shirts underneath. Sometimes he's even worn a long sleeve shirt underneath this. We got another girl who's wearing you know, short sleeve dress. We got Punky with the uh, short sleeves over long sleeves. Cherry's wearing a short sleeve top. We got another kid that's wearing like a short sleeve button down shirt. And Margaret, literally, she is the only one that is literally wearing what looks like it. it, it looks like a swimsuit. It looks like a tankini swimsuit that she's gonna go to the beach afterwards or she just came from the beach or I mean it's not like she's doing gymnastics okay you know what I'm gonna move on because you're like get over it move on I'm going to do that right now everybody so I like Mike's lesson with the verbs and the nouns with the puppets that it's just so creative and that way it just I mean because the kids look interested well Punky's not interested because she's Sadly, looking at her treehouse, what she feels will never be built. But just this, this puppet show idea, it just, it sounds like such a great way to learn something that feels like if you try to teach it out of a workbook would just kids either wouldn't get it or it would be really, you know, they have a difficult time, you know, grasping it. Whereas you break it down into puppet form and use examples like Mike is, it seems like it'd be easier to grasp, but that's just me. So 
Mike actually stops Punky at the end of class, like, hey, Punky, can I see you for a second? It just looked like you were kind of distracted while Bub's doing the puppet thing. Is there something going on? So I like that even though he was engaging the class in this activity, he could still see when one of his students looked distracted and they looked like, hey, maybe I can talk to her, see if there's something else going on that was preventing her participation and interest. to Mike in regards to having a dream and wanting to see the dream come to fruition and just knowing that that's not possible well in her case because you know she got her friends together and they just just like they like the idea of a treehouse they just don't like the work that's involved so Mike does give her a good suggestion in the fact of then you need to you need to make it fun for them. I mean, basically, yeah, they'll help, but it's like in the way of them thinking maybe, hey, what's in it for me? Like, yeah, sure, I'll get a, a treehouse to enjoy, which Henry and Betty, I like, <laughs> has Henry ever been up in that treehouse? I'm just trying to think. I mean, if if anything, maybe once, but I, I don't know. I don't think he has. Betty, sure, I do remember in... Um, I thought it was in season four when, oh no, season three, the metamorphosis episode, she had come up there. But, um, I thought that Mike was going to say something along the lines of, you need to, because what they do is they play to the point of, well, Mrs. Johnson is really good at sewing and everything like that. We could use a... I thought she said something about make a banner with, like, a tree so the birds don't get confused or something. Well, we'll find out in a minute. Um, <laughs> and how Alan is good with, uh, you know, when it comes to oiling the chain on his bike and engineering things. 
And that's why Mike kind of comes to Alan with a, I want to do this elevator thing. And I just, it's, it's basically tricking someone by saying, oh, I don't know how to do this. You are really good with this kind of stuff. Can you show me? And then basically they're doing it for you kind of appeal. So, and the thing is, in a way, it's like they're, they're helping you make the treehouse without really complaining about it because you're appealing to what they're good at. Like, this person's really good at this. Like, let's, let's get them on board. Like, hey, I could really use your expertise in this and stuff like that, which is really cool. I just, I like what they do here. And in a way, they all kind of have a hand in putting this treehouse together, minus the heavy lifting. I think it, just, it, it makes me think in regards to, yeah, in regards to that apartment building, there are, what, three floors, right? We don't know how many kids even live in that building besides Punky and Cherry. Alan doesn't live there, but he sure knew a lot about Mrs. Peavy, who lived in that apartment building. But... You'd think if there were other kids living in that apartment building, Punky would have gotten to know them over the course of a year or six to nine months or however long she's lived with Henry up until this point, because it's just, you know, early season two. And I'm just thinking, wouldn't the other kids have wanted to have a say too? Like, hey, if you're going to build a treehouse, let me help you. Or... Like, hey, why can't I have a say in how this is built or something to that effect? So, but I just, I love what Mike and Punky, they cook up here. And I just, I love that, gosh, I really wish we could have kept Mike. I really wish we could have kept him as a character going into season three. Even though Punky is getting older, but she's still in elementary school. But I'm guessing that Mike probably did take over back over Fencer Hall when Simon P. Chillings, you know, went and married that heinous witch Tiffany. <laughs> uh, someone had to take over and, you know, help the kids out and all that stuff, you know, at the end of season two. And that's the thing, it's like other than the Treehouse episode, do we get an I can't remember if we had gotten a mention of Mike prior to the the treehouse that Punky built episode. I just, I feel like she didn't say, oh, well, I took over working at Fencer Hall for Mike. He really showed me a lot when it came to getting a social worker degree or however, you know, degree in social work. I'm sure he really would have helped her out in that and just being supportive and like, hey, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. I think it would be great if you need a recommendation you know, me to like write a letter of recommendation for college or something like that. Because it just felt, yeah, that the way they painted Cherry's character was that, oh, she's going to be an architect like her dad. You know, we had seen examples of that. But then again, Punky, for the most part of the show, we learned she wanted to be an astronaut. She doesn't become an astronaut. That's the thing. Dreams change as kids get older. They start taking on interest. Doesn't mean it's something they're necessarily going to make a career out of. Oh, I like working on bikes. Maybe I'll create a bike or something. Like, yeah, you're into it for the time. But again, but hey, let's see how this, uh, I love how they get everyone involved. It's just, it's so fun. 
And it becomes such a great project that they all work together. And the fact is, I mean, this is something that clearly you're not doing it in the course of 24 hours. It's like days. To mention, if you're building a building, even if it's a treehouse, you wouldn't you have to have the city approve it. I mean, granted, no, it doesn't have a bathroom in it because it's a treehouse. Oh, the 
must be something I can do. Eating the flower. I don't think so. I'm just finishing up some snacks for tomorrow. Brandon, stop. Oh, that looks not. <laughs> it looks like you're breaking a tooth. What is it? Yeah. Well, if you insist. Stop him eating the flower. He's eating all the flower. Brandon. To their game, we'd you know. probably do a terrible job. Oh, yeah. oh Ronnie, streaky. That's all right. You'll learn from your mistakes. <laughs> nice try, kids. No, it's not. You know what, Punky? We should be ashamed of ourselves. We should? Yeah. We can't let Henry help us paint that treehouse. A man his age is much too old to be climbing up trees. Good point. <laughs> Listen, you two. You may have calmed everybody else around here, but you can't calm me. We can't. Why not? Because it isn't necessary. I was planning to paint the treehouse all along. Sweet. You were? Of course I was. Let's stop all this yammering and get to work. <laughs> so, yeah, they got everyone on board. <laughs> that was so simple. I don't know what Punky was like, just coloring, like, colored lots different colors They're like i don't know what to paint the tree house or decorate it and marco's like oh punky it looks atrocious let me take over this for you it's like whew, got that done and alan was you know like hey i don't know how anything about this dog elevator that punky wants to take care of hey alan you wow you put those tires on that bike yourself that's amazing what do you think about this elevator oh yeah um we should uh, do that, huh? I don't know what you're talking about, Alan. Here you go. Why don't you take over for me? <coughs> Score number two. No, wait. He, no, I think he was number three. That's right. Betty, I think, was the first one because there's... I can't remember. But anyway. <laughs> uh, no, about sewing because camouflage for the birds so they don't freak the birds out or something. I thought it was... Something like, so the birds don't fly into it? or I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> they got, and then Cherry is like, basically like, hey, Punky, you want to go skating tomorrow at the park? And Punky says, nah, I'm still working on the treehouse. And Cherry actually asks, like, hey, can I help you with that? And Punky says, well, I think we got everybody that we need. And poor Cherry feels like, oh, okay. But... We all know Cherry's got amazing cooking skills. See, if we'd have gotten season two of Punky Brewster 2021, we could have seen more of those cooking skills put to work. I would have loved to have seen that. But then again, I mean, maybe that was just something that Cherry was into as a kid, and then maybe she's like, meh, I'm over the cooking thing. Who knows? We don't know. We don't know. But, yeah, she's like, oh, Punky, let me take over here. I don't know what you're doing, but uh, these cookies, if you can call them that, look like ground beef hot dogs with weird, uh, Brandon the whole time, this dog, 
there's a flour sifter on a plate and he is like licking the flour alongside like and he's like literally going to town i'm like so one get him because i don't know how that flour is gonna affect the dog's digestion i ain't, i'm not a vet i don't know but this last one with henry oh my goodness they're trying to con him. He's like, no, 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 no. You're not going to con me. You may have gotten everyone else, but you're not going to get me. Like, that's the only way you're going to learn how to paint the treehouse. And he's like, you guys, seriously, I was going to paint the treehouse the whole time. <laughs> it's so cool. I love it so much. It's really cool. We got a red and green awning that Betty is sewing. We got... Alan on Mike's shoulders. He's carrying like this large, like 10 speed bike wheel. I'm not sure what that's supposed to be used for. But it's just, it's cool. And just, uh, there's a song playing. Monkey's wearing this hat that has like a white sign that says Foreman on it. <laughs> that's funny. Is this song called Cooperation? Because. <laughs> Everyone's working together, everyone's doing their projects, and it's all coming together slowly. Alright, looks like the treehouse is completed because they pull back the awning and it looks gorgeous. Okay, Alan, chill. So Brandon steps in the little doggy elevator thing. Alan, that's what that tire was for. So he could get into that like tire swing type tire and slide down. And then that way it would raise Brandon up. So I'm guessing then 
Alan weighs more than what Brandon does. Like, if Brandon, let's say Brandon weighs, like, 65, 70 plus pounds. So that would mean Alan would have to weigh at least, like, 85 plus pounds or more. I, I'm guessing. I'm not a mathematician. I don't know how that stuff works, that pulley system works. But, um, yeah. It's pretty cool. It, um... You know, Punky saying that, you know, that my dream is now a reality was with the treehouse being built. We all worked on it. We all had a hand in it and how working together just that helps dreams come true. It's just, it's so sweet. I really, uh, it's such a good episode. And I just, I wanted to share, you know, those clips and everything and just kind of get back in that OG Punky Brewster time machine and just go back to when the treehouse was just a uh, dream on a piece of paper and then being built but i love the treehouse now how it looks in the new punky brewster it is really really cool and it's amazingly as time went on from season two to three and four you see and punky's style kind of changing as she gets older that also reflects in the treehouse as well and how it's it evolved the look of it evolves on the inside of it as well so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this i really had a fun time going back through that original episode the kind of uh bookend the treehouse that punky built i hope you enjoyed both episodes and me talking about them and stay tuned next week for season one episode eight put a ring on it bye bye everybody Oh, also, sorry. If you want to email the podcast, you can do so at punkypowerpbpodcast at gmail.com. Bye-bye.